0: Thank you. What's up, everybody? So, got some real barn burner in Ukraine, huh? little, uh, lot of, lot of sadness. You know, uh, this is Americana the American way. I am Big John. i uh, pick some food out of my teeth, pick a little steak came home from work made myself a late night steak dinner. Uh, So, you can find me, uh, my social media is going down. Uh, Now I'm down to Getter, which I'm starting to get quite the following of uh, followers on Getter. Um, And of course, with these videos, you can find it on rumble.com and the uh, Podcast on the Anchor.fm podcast app or Anchor.fm, period. So, I'm going to get a little off of just repeating the news and a little opinion of uh, the situation in Ukraine. But I do want to lead off with this. Ever since the 1991 Persian Gulf War, the Iraq War, uh, Desert Shield, which then turned into Desert Storm, uh, I believe Americans have become desensitized towards wars. Now, seeing our own sons and daughters uh, come home maimed and uh, mutilated and and murdered uh, for 20 years during the uh, Afghan war, uh, the war on terror, if you want to call it that. of course the Iraq invasion Uh, we got our sensitivity back but uh, when we watch and see these videos online and some of them are actually from video games (laughs) so you gotta look at the graphics really careful uh, those video games are pretty tricky, uh, but anyhow, I'll, and some of them are old explosions and things that have been recycled, and people think, "Oh, there's an explosion; it must be from the war in uh, Afghan or in Ukraine," when it's actually like an explosion from some other gas pipeline somewhere, whatever. But the desensitive, desensitive. Descent, we've become desensitized. Uh, and the reason I bring up the 1990-91 uh, Gulf War is this. I watched it every day on CNN in study hall. In uh, I guess I was in eighth grade. Um, and we would sit there and uh, we had TVs in every classroom. Uh, this thing called Channel One and they would give us like a fifteen or minute uh, news program at the end of, at the beginning of the day and uh, major soft drink and shoe companies and whatever uh, would pay this company channel one huge amounts of money for commercial time to get their commercials out to every school kid in America. Now, uh, in my school, it was in every classroom, so when it came movie day, you would uh, get... Uh, the the teacher would just have to bring a VCR into the room. Uh, most of you are like, what the hell is a VCR? Shut up. <laughs> this, uh, anyhow... But uh, Our school allowed the teachers to get cable into the classrooms if the teacher paid for the the cable subscription. So uh, Mr. Miller uh, got cable and he would have CNN on during his uh, study hall uh, where we were supposed to be studying but we were uh, I mean, we brought some of us brought in movies and videos and stuff too, uh, but anyhow, that, it's not important. We watched the Gulf War. A lot of Americans watched it on live on CNN. Somehow, CNN was it was the first cable news network, but they were the, the one news outlet that was able to get. Uh, a hardline television wire into Iraq and they, they that's how CNN made its name you could watch the Gulf War 24-7 on CNN and you could get uh, live press briefings from General Storman Norman Schwarzkopf and, and all this other stuff anyhow the thing that i remember about the iraq war is one not a lot of americans died we killed more americans in friendly fire than the iraqi army killed and for some reason we thought that was cool it's not cool they still died but the the these uh New weapons called smart bombs. I know I took a really long time to get to my freaking point. But we were introduced to smart bombs. Laser guided bombs. Bombs with a television uh, camera in the end of it. Uh, There there were different kinds of smart bombs. Uh, Some of them had a TV camera where the pilot could guide it right onto the target or maybe not the pilot he was kind of busy flying the airplane or helicopter but the bombardier if you will could you know fly the missile like you're playing a video game uh but the main ones were the laser guided and all you saw was oh look here's a uh, an air ventilator shaft in the top of a a building and the, the bomb goes straight down into the building instead of, you know, in World War II, which we're all familiar with, was strictly carpet bombing entire cities in Europe by the Nazis and by the Allies to try to wipe out like one factory But all you heard was smart bombs, smart bombs, smart bombs. In reality, there was a lot of carpet bombing taking place in uh, the Iraq War. We just didn't know about it. There was a lot of loss of human life, but, hey, it was Iraqis, not Americans. Uh, but I, I've i got to think and I've got to relay to you guys When you see a plume of fire going up, there are people in that fire. So let's not think that this is a first-person shooter video game where you can get shot ten times before you lose your uh, power. No, you get shot one time, you start losing power immediately, and you die. A bomb blows up on your roof, whether it went down a ventilator shaft or it just randomly fell from the sky and struck your building unfortunately, you're dead. So I want to make that point before we get into this. Now I spent 10 minutes talking about that, well you spent a couple minutes listening to some music too. but. The point of the matter is, the president is making his State of the Union address tomorrow night, March the 1st, at 9 p.m. I don't know how long it's going to last, uh, and I don't know how coherent he is going to be, De- depending on how much money I make tomorrow morning when I'm at work. I'm either going to be uh, out tomorrow evening because it's Fat Tuesday driving drunks around or I'm going to be doing a live reaction stream to the present State of the Union. But I want to preview something for you and this is just my opinion of what Americans need to demand out of the State of our Union. Let's not get off track here. Joe Biden will ask if he is not already, because it's already out in the news, but he is asking Congress, and I'm sure he will bring it up tomorrow night uh, or tonight, depending on when you're watching this, or last night or sometime, uh, he's going to ask for one billion dollars in aid to Ukraine. Uh, I don't know the breakdown of the billion dollars. That doesn't matter to me. I would, to end this Ukrainian conflict, I would rather see us end the Cold War. I don't think Vladimir Putin is going to use atomic weapons. Although uh, it links in the description on Rumble, uh, there's a doctor and a Russian Ukrainian gentleman uh, discussing Vladimir Putin's mental state. You can look at that and make your own decision. The fact of the matter is, with air supremacy and cruise missiles, we could end this conflict in a heartbeat without putting a boot on the ground. Now that I've got that off my chest, Americans need to demand from this president through our congressional representatives and senators democrat, republican whoever we need to demand energy freedom 15 months ago I just talked to a truck driver today and he was actually uh, trying to recruit me to drive truck and I was recruiting him to recruit me to drive truck (laughs) anyhow This man was telling me, and I remember it, 15 months ago we had energy independence and we were a net exporter of energy, natural gas and oil. Understood. We were an exporter of natural gas and oil. I drove by a gas station today, and the first time I drove by, the I mean, we're talking 2 p.m. in the afternoon to 9 p.m. in the afternoon. first drove by around 2, 233-ish, 2 whatever, and the gasoline was like 319 or 329 per gallon. At 9 p.m. tonight, it was $3.50 per gallon. Oh, shiznit. That's a George W. Bush increase in gasoline. Remember uh, in the early 2000s, what, 3, 4, 5, I don't know. uh, Gasoline, you would like go to work, fill your tank up in the morning, and then... Come home from work and be like, oh, shoot, the price of gas went up 10 cents in the last eight hours. What caused that today and yesterday? And we'll probably cause it again tomorrow, you know? Uh, Anyhow, we are, you did, did you know this? Did you know? Do you know? Do you know? It's got to be the shoes. No, it's not the shoes, Mars. It's, we're buying five. Hundred thousand barrels of oil from Russia right now per day as of eleven twenty-three PM on the twenty eighth day of the year of our Lord twenty twenty-two. Stardate two twenty-eight twenty-two. <laughs> that was a little Captain Kirk there at the end. As of the making of this video. In the past 24 hours, the United States of America has bought 500,000 barrels of oil from potential enemy, Russia. And tomorrow, in the next 24 hours, we will buy another 500,000 barrels of oil from Russia. Now, the, these oil containers, they call them barrels. It's a bunch of oil dumped into an oil tanker and sailed across the ocean we may have bought, you know, a a billion barrels at the beginning of the year but it averages out to 500 barrels per day. Why are we continuing this process? Americans need to demand the president to stop this. And the only way we can do it is through our congressional leaders. Congress controls the purse strings, the wallet, the billfold, the credit card, the bit, not Bitcoin, but any whatever currency you want to think of, however you want to think of currency, the House Representatives and the Senate control that. They could cut off Biden's checkbook and United States checkbook to buying Russian oil. So right? So right. OK, so. Uh, our splendid, beautiful, wonderful senile President Biden went to Saudi Arabia. Begged for more, Earl. Hey, OPEC. Hey, Saudi, can you uh, s- step up production? Can you hook us up? Nope. We got a 91 Gulf War. Um, didn't we have a real friend over there? That we liberated in the name of Kuwait. Uh, don't you think they owe us one? From like 40, 30 years ago? <laughs> hey, we kind of freed you from Saddam, guys. Hook a brother up. Now they ain't doing that. So, Biden goes to another potential enemy. His old pals in Iran. Which, he's about to reopen nuclear, the Iran nuclear deal, where Iran is allowed to develop nuclear energy for electricity, wink wink, not for um, you know, making a nuclear bomb. They've never had those ambitions. Right. Now, anyhow. Iran gave Biden a definite maybe. We do not need to demand our president buy oil from the Saudis OPEC our little friend Kuwait that we liberated and sure is Hades, not, woo, I'm holding up the four horsemen symbol, by the way, uh, not Iran, who is going to be an enemy of ours and an ally of Russia, or he is an ally of Russia. This is what Americans need to burn down the congressional switchboards with. We need to put the band back together, back in the good old days when the Tea Party Patriots were rocking and rolling and rocking and a reeling at the hop, and we would put out an alert through emails and when we were allowed on social media, and say, call your congressman, call your congresswoman, and we fried the congressional switchboard when they were trying to force uh, tax increases, when they were trying to put a man. Well, they did put a mandate in that we all purchase government health care. we got to get the band back together, guys, as the Blues Brothers once said. This is what we have to demand. We have to demand that this president open up fracking and drilling in these United States. There is enough oil. You don't know. They didn't teach this in history class. Eastern... Or no, Western. Pardon me, Pennsylvania, by Lake Erie and down. Uh, anyways, Western Pennsylvania was Saudi Arabia before there was Saudi Arabia. I've always been told there's enough oil sitting under Texas to bankrupt the Saudi oil family. There's oil in shale in Wyoming. There's natural gas in shale in Wyoming. The same thing in Alaska, but out of spitefulness towards everybody in America, the 81 million imaginary friends of Joe Biden that voted for him. Biden was loyal to an extreme wing of his party and shut down fracking, shut down the Keystone XL pipeline which was gonna be our meal ticket. Some of the reason why oil prices are high is because of the oil speculation market. You and I can go on the stock exchange and buy oil futures and then you wait for the price of the barrel of oil to increase and then you sell your barrels of oil at a profit. Okay. If we can lower oil expectations by becoming a net exporter again, one, we make money instead of spending money, two, we lower the price of oil, which lowers the price at the pump for the average American, which lowers the price, well, prices don't lower easily, but stabilizes inflation. And prices at the store for the average American. So restart the Keystone pipeline. We've got a demand out of our president. We need to offer energy in the way of gas and oil to Europe. Germany just stopped the deal for the Nordstrom, Nord Stream pipeline, which was Russia's version of our Keystone XL pipeline. Russia was going to be able to sell oil and gas to Germany and a lot of Europe through this Nordstrom pipeline, which was owned by uh, prong, If you want to ever read a really cool article about the way uh, oligarchies and business was done in mother Russia in the 90's uh, look up Gosprong gas attack article uh, this company Gazprom, Russian Mafia Russian oligarchs just took over and became a monopoly through some uh, shape not not shady like violent attacks on whoever opposed them but anyways not to get off track there if Germany and Europe are not going to get their oil and natural gas from Russia. Why in the blue hell would the United States not want to open up fracking and drilling and therefore become an exporter again like we were 15 months ago? That's not that you don't need. Michael J. Fox's DeLorean to go that far back in time, you can remember you were alive. We could go back to being an exporter and we could sell energy to Europe. And boom, we're the biggest boy on the block again. I've been ranting for two or three days now. United States ain't 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 the superpower anymore, guys. It's China. And if we monkey around with uh, Putin, I don't know if that's going to happen very much longer, we could be number three. Now, you know, I I still believe this is the best country on earth. I wouldn't be pissing and carrying on like this. I love this country. I love these United States of America. But this is what the American people have to demand. I'm shaking my notebook up and down here. Uh, these are just thoughts. Uh, you know, I've heard some of this in the media, uh, and I've kind of collected them all into one thing here. Uh, and some of it obviously are my thoughts. Um, but Americans have to demand that our government makes us energy-independent again. And that's what's going to save the American working man in these next few months, or however long this uh, Russia-Ukraine war conflict carries on. And if this war escalates and encompasses more of Europe, we could be the hero we could be because of our strategic location and because of our natural resources we could go back to post World War II America There was the boomingest country on earth for the last half of the 20th century. Our downfall began with weak leaders starting out the 21st century we had three and a half or four years where the bad kids on the block didn't act up because the boss was back in town. You know what four years I'm talking about. And It wasn't George W., it wasn't Obama, and it sure as hell wasn't this tired old man that 81 million of you elected king. <laughs> I won't say Trump's name. But, guys, ladies and germs we got to demand open up the fracking, open up the drilling, open up the Keystone Pipeline, get those gasoline and oil futures down, get the value of a a barrel of oil to start going down, and start selling uh, energy and natural gas and uh, oil, refined gasoline, refined diesel, to our allies in Europe. Amen. Hallelujah. Holy shit. Where's the Thailand law? Chevy Chase. Clark Griswold. Superman. Where are you now? <laughs> All that fun shit I've been saying for the last two or three days. God bless you guys. Pray for each other. This was Big John on Americana. The American Way. Uh, get on Getter. Follow me at the real underscore Big John. Uh, when... Android, the Android store offers social, what is it, whatever, Trump's social media thing. You'll be able to follow me on there. Listen to these podcasts on Anchor or on Rumble.com. God bless you yet again. Have a great, great night.